Good morning, welcome to your 6th of May 2020. You'll have noticed we always begin with the same verse. It is a wonderful verse for our times, but perhaps over-familiarity breeds, maybe not contempt, but over-familiarity. And so I'm going to read it this morning particularly slowly to let its reality sink in. The Lord is good a strong refuge when trouble comes. God is close to those who trust in him. Lord, as we come to you today, we recognise that we don't know what it will hold. You are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. And so right now, in a moment of quiet, we hold our day out to you. And right now, we decide to set aside this moment to centre our minds and our hearts on you Would you gather up our scattered senses and focus them on you? We bring you our sin, that about which we are ashamed. And we thank you for the assurance of forgiveness you give us through Christ's death on the cross, through his resurrection, the empty tomb through his ascension into heaven as he sits at the right hand of God the Father. Be our rescuer, we pray. We decide now to bring a large measure of expectation to you and we pray that you would fill us up. Would you be our portion? Would you be enough today? Welcome to Psalm 13. For the director of music, a psalm of David. How long, Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I wrestle with my thoughts and day after day have sorrow in my heart? How long will my enemy triumph over me? Look on me and answer, Lord my God. Give light to my eyes or I will sleep in death. And my enemy will say, I have overcome him. And my foes will rejoice when I fall. But I trust in your unfailing love. My heart rejoices in your salvation. I will sing the Lord's praise. For he has been good to me. This is a psalm saturated with the frustrations of waiting. How long, Lord? How long, how long, day after day? How long? It is a reminder that 
the Psalms were written are planted in the soil of very universal human experience. Life is all about waiting, is it not, most of the time? How long? I wonder how often we allow our prayers to reflect that experience that saturates 90% of what it means to be human waiting. And again, there's that emotional rawness and reality. Will you forget me forever? Would you say that to your God? But that is an expression of faith. If you're feeling forgotten by God today, on whatever it is, day 40 of the lockdown, won't you tell him? If you feel like he's hidden his face from you, won't you tell him? How long will you hide your face from me? Interesting that David, one of his wrestles was with himself. He wrestles with his thoughts, which gives him sorrow in his heart. And how often that is the case with us. We wish we could point to a dramatic set of enemies banging down our front door in hate. But actually, we wrestle more often than not with our own anxious thoughts. And so the prayer, the petition, look on me and answer, Lord my God, give light to my eyes or I'll sleep in death. There seems to be a significant reality to this of life and death. He's desperate that his enemies won't be able to triumph over him. Why? Because then God's reputation will be dragged into the dust. Lord my God. And then this wonderful resolution, we so often find it in the Psalms, but I trust in your unfailing love. And in this psalm infused with the question, how long, the word unfailing or unending is so poignant, isn't it? However long our wait might be in our context for the end of lockdown, until we can see loved ones again, until we can get back to our new normal, however long the how long will be, please know this morning that God's love is longer. It is unfailing. It is unending. There is no full stop at the end of it. And how we remember this morning, the 6th of May, that this ultimately is Jesus' psalm. He was the one uniquely who had the Father hide his face from him on the cross, who held sorrow in his heart, who was tortured who had his enemies literally say, I've overcome him, rejoice when he fell, and yet he entrusted himself to his father's unfailing love. He literally was saved. He rejoiced in his father's salvation as he rose from the dead three days later, that first Easter morning. And today we join with him in song. I will sing the Lord's praise, for indeed he has been good to us. Once again, I'm going to um, pray one of these liturgies for hope, um, which I have happily borrowed from the uh, Church of the City in New York. This is a um, prayer when we are facing a fear of death and the reality of our mortality. Let's pray. In a time when our bodies feel fragile, our time feels short. Our inevitable end looms largely before us. We remember that from dust we came and to dust we will return. 
We feel it now more than ever, O Lord. Unrest and uncertainty reveal to us that you are sovereign and we are not. Our bodies groan with sickness and fear, longing to die so that we can be reborn. Who will deliver us from this body of death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Though our bodies are perishable, they will be raised imperishable. Though we are sown in weakness, we will be resurrected by the power of the Spirit. Holy Father, may the knowledge of our mortality not terrify us. Instead, may this unveiling relieve us to remember that we depend on you. Though our bodies will expire, help us to fix our eyes on what is unseen. We are at your mercy, O God. Thank you for this opportunity to remember our humanity. We need your help, God, to rejoice in everlasting hope, to persevere through temporary suffering, to be unceasing in prayer. With faithful trembling, we know that the perishable cannot inherit the imperishable. This is certainly a mystery. But though our bodies die, we will not be swallowed up by death. We will all be changed in Christ. Amen. Thank you as ever for joining me um, and sending love and prayers uh, to you all. Do be in touch. I'd love to hear from you. Bye now.